0: This is your KVNF regional newscast for Wednesday, February 7th. I'm Lisa Young. Coloradans aren't happy about a new bill in the state legislature that would quadruple property taxes for more than 24,000 vacation homes. The Colorado Sun reports hundreds of property owners plan to travel to the capital in Denver to voice their opposition. They'll be bringing with them the results of a new survey from a short-term rental advocacy group. The survey found that if the bill passes, many owners would sell their properties or cut how long they rent them out. The group also says curbing short-term rentals could cost more than a billion dollars in tourism revenue. The bill would increase taxes for properties that are rented for more than 90 days per year. The city of Delta announced the resignation of Councilor Ryan Crick from the Delta City Council on Monday. Crick, a social studies teacher, also resigned from the Delta Middle School last week. Delta County School District Superintendent Karen Gibson declined to comment further due to the sensitivity of the personal matter related to his resignation. Delta City Council addressed the vacant District B seat during last night's meeting, and the Delta Police Department has passed on information regarding Crick to the Colorado Bureau of Investigations, according to the Delta County Independent. A second pot shop in Hotchkiss is slated to open on Valentine's Day. Bud's Barn, located on West Bridge Street, is set to have its grand opening February 14th to coincide with the Bob Marley movie released of One Love. The grand opening celebration, called Love for Bud, will offer sweetheart specials and the showing of One Love on big screen TVs. Bud Barn owner Joshua Fry settled on Valentine's Day as the grand opening day since he's a fan of Marley. Keeping Coloradans experiencing mental illness and addiction in treatment can be a challenge in rural San Luis Valley. Eric Galatis has more on this regional story. Coloradans struggling with persistent and severe mental illness in the San Luis Valley are getting special outreach and support, and that effort is producing positive results. Diamond Mobley with the San Luis Valley Behavioral Health Group says the goal is to create a space for people who have been churning through emergency rooms, detox centers, and jails, and bring them out of their isolation.
1: We offer groups at least three days a week so they can consistently come, they get offered a meal, they learn some skills. The more involved we can get somebody, the better outcomes are.
0: The group's assertive community treatment program helps clients at very basic levels. They practice simple life skills such as saying please and thank you to make it easier to be around others. On top of traditional medical and mental health care services, the program helps clients build social bonds through field trips and a host of activities. I'm Eric Galatis. Since the 1940s, several western states have been changing the weather through a process called cloud seeding. It gives clouds a boost to produce more precipitation like snow. Now scientists in our region are researching a new method that could work better in a changing climate. Boise State Public Radio's Rachel Cohen reports for the Mountain West News Bureau.
1: We're taught in school that water freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Usually happens like that in a lake or on the ground because you have a lot of contaminants that are around and house to freeze stuff.
1: But Derek Blestrud, an atmospheric scientist at Idaho Power, says things work differently in the sky. Water in the clouds needs to get a lot colder to freeze and turn into snowflakes.
0: Once we get into the atmosphere, it's really clean and water's really dumb and it doesn't know how to freeze unless something else teaches it how to freeze.
1: That's where scientists like Blestrud come in. They want to help clouds produce more snowfall through cloud seeding. It can mean more water for hydropower and crop irrigation. And to make more snow, the scientists need to teach the water in the clouds to freeze. They do this by releasing tiny particles, which provide a base for snowflakes to form. Ever since scientists started cloud seeding, they've mostly used one compound to kickstart the process, silver iodide.
0: There's the flame, so that's the actual silver iodide being released into the sky.
1: Brandel Glenn is also with Idaho Power. The utility company seeds clouds from plains and mountaintops. The state of Idaho estimates this increases annual snowpack in basins by about 10% on average. Glenn is showing me one of the ground-based generators. It's a thin, three-legged metal tower about 20 feet tall.
0: It releases the silver iodide into a plume, which wafts out of the top of that into the cloud base to create ice crystals.
1: The ice crystals grow and grow until they form a snowflake. Big enough to float to the ground but seating with silver iodide does have a downside it only works below 23 degrees fahrenheit that's why about a half mile uphill at a ski resort near boise idaho power has been testing out a new material that works at slightly warmer temperatures liquid propane
0: those plumes that's the liquid propane phasing to gas And that's what creates that super cold environment.
1: It's the same propane that you use for heating or grilling. And when it's released into a cloud, it cools the air down so much that ice can form. Liquid propane can seed clouds below 30 degrees Fahrenheit. That's about 7 degrees warmer than silver iodide. Bluster says that means more opportunities to create snow.
0: You have liquid propane generators, you have silver iodide generators, and you have an aircraft. You can start to target a lot of different storms.
1: This winter, for the first time, Idaho Power is adding liquid propane to its cloud seeding operations with six new generators. The company hopes it opens up seeding on the front end of winter storms before the temperature plummets, and it could extend the seeding season a week or two on either end. Liquid propane hasn't been used much to cloud seed in the West. This Idaho project is the biggest so far, and it could yield an important tool for a changing climate. As we deal with global warming, there may be less opportunities to seed with silver iodide given that temperature dependence. Sarah Tessendorf is a scientist at the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Colorado. It's partnering with Idaho on a separate project to understand liquid propane's efficacy and cost-effectiveness. One limitation is propane needs to be released right into clouds to get them to form ice. Tessendorf also says research shows there's little evidence of environmental harm from cloud seeding. Which is done on very small scales and limited time frames but she says it's important to keep studying the environmental impact too. For Tessendorf, it's an exciting time to be in cloud seeding research. Renewed interest across the West is driven by water scarcity due to drought and climate change, and the experimentation with liquid propane in Idaho could hold answers for the entire region. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Rachel Cohen.
0: That's your KVNF regional newscast for this Wednesday. I'm Lisa Young. Be sure and tune in tonight for local motion at 6 p.m. for a fun road trip through a collage of KVNF Farm Friday stories. Also, if you have any news tips or ideas, please send those to news at kvnf.org. And for more news, check out our KVNF news stories on our website.